everybody, and welcome to What's Up With That Bro, the podcast where we're watching Lost backwards from the last episode to the first episode with Chad, and he's never seen Lost before. Except in conjunction with the recording of this podcast. And I'm AJ, another one of your bros for the show, so welcome as we get started with Lost, Season 5, Episode 12, Dead is Dead. Yes, and according to Wikipedia, this episode... Is set in 2007, Benjamin Linus summons the monster in order to atone for his sins, and in flashbacks, the origins of the strained relationship of Ben and Charles Widmore are revealed. Nice. I don't know. Where do you guys want to kick off the show today? Is it the same actor that plays all ages of Widmore? Not young Widmore, I don't Because young Widmore looks a lot like old Widmore. Yeah. Like, that was really good casting. Yeah. See, that's that's got to be really good casting. Also, too, I... I wonder if that actor is American, because it seemed like his British accent was kind of dipping in and out in that intro scene. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he kind of goes up to... So, you think that they cast him 100% for looks and didn't really care about his acting skill? Probably. Yeah. And then, like, even... I don't know. It, 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 it could be totally off, or maybe this actor is one that can that's from here or, or from across the pond, whatever. But it just seemed like <laughs> his his accent kept on dipping in and out. Like, is that a British accent or is that an American accent? He's definitely working that accent hard. He's trying. That dude is trying. And I don't think he had the same whole uh, eye contact thing going on as we saw in younger Eloise. But uh, who knows? Maybe yeah. he was. But from the look of it, he yeah, he, he did. Oh. He was a, like a one, almost like a one for one Charles Woodmore younger version you know that they got for that role which is great yeah, i so got lucked out that actor is david s lee mm-hmm. and if you had to guess what continent he's from which one would it be oh based on the way you said that i'm <laughs> gonna assume i'm gonna well i'm gonna put out american he's got to be from america right north america i'm going to say south africa yes he's from south africa is he really <laughs> all right he's in blood diamond was he really? Yeah. I am the best at guessing. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, okay. Wait, really? South Africa specifically? Yeah. Oh, geez. I even got the country correct. <laughs> that is great. Well, if you're going to figure which one, uh, when there's a white guy from Africa, it's probably South Africa. Probably, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I guess that guy's just, the South African accent is its own thing in itself, right? Yeah. It's a weird Dutch African accent. Yeah. All right, and then so he ended up, he had to like cover that up and do his whole British accent and not sound like Trevor Noah from <laughs> The Daily Show. Which was a really good show, by the way. He just came down to uh, perform at the Blaze. Oh. Very oh. fun show. Nice. And he had Roy Wood Jr. open for him. And oh, Jesus Christ, Roy Wood Jr. is so good. Oh, nice. Yeah, I heard it sounded like a good show when he was uh, mm-hmm. here on the island. Word up to uh, Trevor Noah. Yeah, shout out to Trevor Noah. <laughs> Thanks for visiting the island, buddy. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Yeah. We're going to send this to you. He's going to get added on Twitter. Well, he's, he was one of our first subscribers, I think, oh, on okay. iTunes. Well, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I think Trevor Noah is probably really huge into Lost. Because iTunes doesn't tell you who your subscribers are, just like what the numbers are. Uh-huh. Except if it's Trevor Noah. Yeah. <laughs> then it will say specifically, Trevor Noah is following this. Yeah. I have a Google uh, alert for Trevor Noah and our <laughs> podcast name, and if that ever shows up together. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, and he was making. I like that. the idea that you have like all kinds of celebrities <laughs> plus our podcast name, yeah. just so that if they ever mention it, it just comes up. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's it's uh, weird because sometimes people just say the phrase, what's up with that, bro, in an interview. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like they'll be talking about Trump or something. Right, right. And she's like, what's up with that Trump, bro? Yeah. I but think that'll still be enough to trigger the alert. Yeah. Trump, yeah. what's up with that, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've been getting a lot of Google alerts yeah. just based on that criteria alone. So yeah. this is a really uh, Ben-centric episode. Yeah. Ben, once again, is the uh, the saddest sack. <laughs> it's just one unending slog of like, oh, God, Ben's life sucks. <laughs> what tips you off to this in this Ben-centric episode? The thing that tipped me off that it's a Ben-centric episode is that Ben featured in uh, probably like 85% of the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a big indication no, It was for literally me. centered on this character? Yeah. yeah. It was... Uh, ben it was... stood in the center of the screen <laughs> a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's that's normally what I would define my Ben-centric episodes as. <laughs> uh-huh. Just mostly Ben and uh, his stories. I feel like we should start making sure to have Ben St. John as our guest on Ben episode. <laughs> oh, that would be really good. <laughs> that would be awesome. I wonder what Ben's take on Ben would be. It would be hard to understand. <laughs> yeah. It would be from inside a bathroom. <laughs> it would be. Shout out to Ben St. John, yeah. uh, former guest and hopefully a uh, recurring one. Yeah, for there's sure. De- there's definitely going to be other Ben episodes. So. That would be great. I don't know. So we we're introduced to the Caesar character that kind of mm-hmm. pops up, and he's immediately dispatched of by Ben, right? Where, yeah, where, that's what happens <laughs> <laughs> when the, it's like, oh, Chad hasn't seen this character before. This character gonna die, <laughs> <laughs> right? As is as is our our total usual way of of seeing these characters pop up, but. Um, I remember reading somewhere that the Caesar character is supposed to play a more prominent role in the series, mm. and then he just popped up from what we saw and then got blasted in the chest. But he was trying to <laughs> kind of kind of make his stand as the uh, the new leader, and that did not fly. But it's interesting how we got there because Caesar pledges his like uh, not loyalty, but tells Ben essentially like if anything happens with this John Locke character, then I've got your back, and Ben repays that by. Shooting that dude in the chest yeah. and getting, you know, and then using that as an apology. I to feel John. like <laughs> I feel like Ben has this like constantly shifting loyalty. Yeah. And I can't figure out whether it's the most expedient to him at the time or if he's trying to play a long game. Mm. I don't know if the writers had anything planned up until this point. They probably did. They probably had like maybe a general outline as to how the season was gonna go for season five. And we know that, and I don't think it's even revealed, right? Is it revealed in this season that Locke is a smoke monster? No, I think one of the last shots of the season is them dumping out Locke's body, but we don't know what that means. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I see. Yeah, so at this point, I think they might have had a general idea. Like looking back from what our vantage point is of the show this at this point, we just know that Ben's pretty much full of shit, right? He's just kind of a liar through and through, unless he's talking to Son, in which case. That probably was more the truth, which is, you know... Yeah, he'll tell the truth when it serves his, his purposes. Right. He just will say whatever he needs to. Right. To get what he wants. So yes. he's a schemer, and then bad things happen to him a lot. Right. Which kind of contrasts him with Locke, who's always trying to do good things and still getting shit on all the time. <laughs> right. Whereas Ben always tries to do the self-serving thing for the most part and still gets... Still gets his comeuppance no. one way or the other. Comeuppance. Comeuppance. <laughs> what do you think about Ben's comeuppance, Chad? Is Ben's comeuppance the uh, 
getting the shit kicked out of him by Desmond, <laughs> or is his come up in the fact that uh, you know uh, he got his daughter murdered, or mm. is his come up in the fact that Smoke Monster pretends to be his daughter and tells him, "Okay, you gotta obey John Locke now." I wonder. I don't know. I wonder who was putting together those puzzle pieces back when the show originally aired. Like if if anybody called that when it was originally happen- happening. Whereas, because mm. up until that point, like we know what it is, but I don't know if the the general watching audience of the show knew what that was when you have all these dead people kind of swarming oh, back yeah. and forth. There were a lot of theories about it. I think where a lot of people assumed it was the smoke monster. Yeah, I think so. No, it was smoke, and he kept on referring to it as the monster. <laughs> that was definitely a smoke monster, yeah. Yeah, and the smoke monster, who who was following him around upstairs because the smoke monster is John Locke, mm-hmm. and the smoke monster also was underneath the temple so that he could get in his head. Yeah. And the smoke monster just super fast, and it was able to just... Go from like, ah, oh, I'll get you a rope. Whoosh. Now I'm underneath the temple. Yeah, I think he probably... Or had... is it because of that time travel thing <laughs> with the three locks? Ooh, a different lock set that up. A different smoke in, in the 50s. Lock. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like a 50s lock just yeah. went to go and get that vine to go and climb up out of. Yeah. Is, is, that, is that different locks or were the three locks where was one of them a smoke monster? I think one I, it was more than smoke one a smoke monster, I mean. We definitely know... How many locks were there? I think there were three locks in one episode, but one of them was dead. Right. One was just a dead body, one was a smoke monster, and one was a lock... From the 1950s. Traveling through the time. Right. But we don't know which lock that is. Right, right. So we don't get our pick of locks this week. No, we just get the one lock. We just get the one singular lock. It it was nice to see Alex, though. Mm. I haven't seen her since... uh, that last Ben-centric episode? Yeah. The Confederate flag backpack one? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, man, really great to see this character again. Holy shit. Wow, no wonder she figured so prominently into your uh, your purgatory thing. Because you done fucked her up, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The episode kind of starts off... Well, not starts off, but it, there's, a, there's, there's that portion where we see Ben's flashback and he's... He actually is tasked by Widmore to go and, and kill Rousseau, the no. French woman who is living on the island. But he doesn't know she has a baby until he gets into the tent, in which case he takes the baby, all this other stuff. But I don't know. Like, in that scene, and I'm not trying to pick it apart too much, but mm. Ben's, I guess this is set in the 80s. There's, like, a younger kid with them who we know grows up to be somebody else on the island. Yeah. But, but Ethan, then, which doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Well, we've seen him, like, once, maybe. Yeah. But he's, like, flashlight words guy. So this is like the eighties, I'm assuming the nineteen, the late eighties, and yeah, she was like sixteen in two thousand four, right? So whatever that adds up to eighty eight, eighty eight, right? So how old is how old is Ben in that in that portion in this instance in this scene where he takes the baby and it looked like he was in his like late twenties, maybe late twenties. Yeah, I guess so. Because I guess in the in seventy seven when he got shot, he looked like he was. 10 to 12 and this would be another 10 years so maybe early 20s so is that supposed is, to be early 20s is that where is that what we want is that where your mind goes at the age of 22 you're like oh, i can't wait to enter the thrilling world of being a dad <laughs> a single father single in pop, the jungle <laughs> having responsibility of caring for a, a baby i don't know that notwithstanding ben does take the baby and, and raises it up 
And also doesn't kill the person that he was supposed to. Yeah. Right. Right. You ever, you ever you ever send some, ask somebody to do something and they don't do that and then bring back a baby? <laughs> that happens like all the time. I think I just asked the my wife to go out to the store. Happens to me a lot. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that whole that whole thing kind of plays out mm. where he kind of has that showdown with Woodmore, and Woodmore is later thrown off the island no. because it's found that um, and I guess this happens in the nineties, maybe early nineties. Where now we see Ben is in charge, now. and he displaces Whitmore. Whitmore is banished from the island. Yeah, very upset about it. Yeah, another shout out to the wigs department on the show because <laughs> that Whitmore wig looked terrible. So did Ben's hair. Like all of Ben's past iterations, like he had that weird—I don't know—almost like yeah, it was such strange hair. Yeah, it was a weird like full head of hair and the one with the weird part in it. Right. But Whitmore's was weird because it was like, oh, we got to show that he's. It's the same actor who's an old man. I <laughs> to show that he's, he's still an, an older man, like a middle-aged guy. So we have to get a wig that looks like he's balding. Yeah. And they, they use what they could, I guess. Yeah. But that hair looked like plastic. It looked like, <laughs> it looked like astroturf or like fake <laughs> astroturf. Astroturf for your head. Nah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was an interesting choice. But I don't know. It, it was fine. It kind of got us through. We yeah. needed to go. Ben also tells Rousseau, if you hear whispers, run the other way. Mm-hmm. Did we Have we established what the whispers are? Like, is that the others or is that the smoke monster? Smoke monster is the ticka ticka mm-hmm. thing, right? The only other time we've seen those whispers so far that I can remember is in the sixth season right before the ghost of Michael shows up. Right, talk to right. Hurley, I think. I remember that. Somebody. Either, yeah, either the I assume that it was the others mm-hmm. that he was warning her against because yeah. the others are the ones that want her dead. Yeah. Right. And ghosts can't hurt her. <laughs> I think we're learning that Rousseau is Shane afraid of no ghosts. No. And that's important. Uh, that was, yeah, that was kind of an uh, interesting set of scenes there. And we kind of see what happens and how, how Ben essentially becomes a father on this island. Mm-hmm. We also learn that, that this island, the Dharma Initiative folks used to live in those mm-hmm. homes, but yeah. they don't, uh, according to where we find, I guess where these guys find them, where it's the others that are living in where the Dharma Initiative folk used to live and yeah. said that they were killed. What I thought was really interesting is uh, they, they showed that hidden room where uh, Ben could go down the, uh, the little tunnel right. to where he summons the smoke monster. In that, uh, there's the hidden room, and then in the hidden room, behind the door is uh, behind a wall is a stone door that leads to a passageway. Right. So that's already a hidden room, but there's a bunch of stuff in there. Yeah. Like there's a bunch of suits and uh, trophies or fedoras <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Right. And why is there so much clothes in the hidden room? I think it's a closet. It's a closet and it's a hidden room. Yeah, but it, yeah, it's, it's a hidden behind closet? A, a bookcase. Right. I believe, why, would you, why would you hide your closet? I believe Widmore was banished from the island for having a baby with an outsider mm-hmm. and for constantly leaving the island right. so that kind of leads us to know that in that room where there's suits and hats and oh. there's probably other things too but i'm I'm assuming that's ben's i gotta fucking fuck off this island for a little bit right yeah it's, room, got, right? it's got like pictures of him on the santa monica boardwalk and stuff <laughs> oh okay so it's uh stuff to wear when he goes outside right yeah. i guess when he when he pops off the island or whatever so how does he pop off the island <laughs> oh we're gonna find out I yeah believe i guess he goes into the the old timey room in the way back and reaches down into a puddle of water 
pops a plug and then asks the smoke monster to take him off. No, the smoke monster can't leave him. <laughs> he summons the submarine or something? Oh, yeah. He tells the, the smoke monster, go get the submarine ready. <laughs> I, I got some business to do. Wait, so I, I know we kind of know. I don't know if it's just the writers, maybe, or something, but it seems so strange. This episode in, in particular seems a little odd because... Mm. Ben um, Ben goes and pulls whatever that clog is. The water goes down. He yeah. uses it essentially as like a communication device. Right? He says, I'm going to yeah. be outside. But he knows he's not talking to anybody. And we, like, like there's nobody there except for, or I guess it's just supposed to be us as the audience right. watching him have this interaction with this tube, this communication tube. But we know that he's not talking to the monster because it's a lie. Essentially, it's just something that he made up on the spot. To, oh, you well, think that's all made up? Oh, well, I think the monster thing, like to communicate with the monster after going and talking to this thing, because he's speaking directly with the monster. We as the audience aren't supposed to know it's the monster, right. but he's speaking to the monster, and the monster seems kind of surprised. Like, you're gonna you're gonna do what? You're gonna have to get judged by what? By whom? Like, <laughs> okay, let's let's go do this. So he uses it, like the smoke monster, the man in black uses it to his end. But there's no. There's no real reason for Ben to go and pull that clog out and to go and speak yeah. into that device, right? I mean, he he went in there alone, so I figured this was really what he he does when he wants to talk to the smoke monster. Does it? Has there ever been an in, in, in instance where he had to speak to the um, smoke monster? Not that we've seen so far. Well, sort of, because huh. um, we see um, when oh. he gets when he gets surrounded by the smoke monster when he goes down to the temple where the smoke monster really lives under the temple. Which I guess somehow the hole in Ben's house connects underground a couple of miles away to <laughs> near the temple where the smoke monster lives. Right. And the smoke monster comes out through the holes and surrounds him. And he gets all those flashbacks of... Uh, Maybe the smoke monster yeah. lives in all holes? Mmm. Like any hole that's deep enough to have water, I guess? Yeah, kind of huh. like I think Candyman lives in mirrors. Mm-hmm. Right. If there's a mirror, you can get a Candyman. Is there a dark hole? That's where smoke monsters from. Yeah. That's that's oh okay. We can. We, I, I I suppose that's <laughs> that's fine. But I don't know. Yeah, I guess smoke monster. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> what is he doing under the temple with most of his time? I wonder. Ch- chilling, <laughs> watching, Netflixing and chilling. Yeah. 2007 style. <laughs> like he had to get the DVDs back then, <laughs> which they had to deliver to the island. <laughs> Um, but yeah, well, down in the the uh, the smoke monster's hole where he lives in his part of the temple or whatever, it's got the, all the hieroglyphics. So it's like there's the Egyptian like Anubis god like summoning a smoke monster. Yeah, I saw that. So yes. I, I think we had asked before: Did the smoke monster exist before the Man in Black before Jacob? Yeah, that's a good question that never gets answered yeah. on the show ever. Also, speaking of questions that don't get answered. What lies in the shadow of the statue? <laughs> yeah, fuck that. That that was just like that was just writer <laughs> bullshit. Like they needed seventeen more mysteries, and like they made like all the the writing staff like responsible for X, Y, and Z mystery, and then some asshole in the writing team just went like, <laughs> let's make let's let's have this group of people ask this question that nobody obviously has the answer yeah. to. And then, like, the beginning of season six, just maybe have it, like, as a quick mention. But, it, yeah, it's kind of dumb. Like, all it all it's supposed to do is, I guess, what, assert if you're a servant of Jacob or not, right? Yeah, or if you, at least you've heard that question and answer before. Right. Because, 
from what we've seen so far, the only person that got that question right was Richard, right? Right. And he's the only person that's seen Jacob, pretty much. <laughs> do even the others, do they ever ask that question of another on the no. show? No. But it's it's just strange. Because, like, and this in this state of the season, and this, not state, but this part of the season that we're watching, season five, like, those um, that are, I guess, in Jacob's camp, Ileana and um, Bram, they oh. seem very, they seem very resolute in purpose. Like they have a purpose yeah. that they're trying to conduct. I mean, we know kind of what the purpose is, but it seems like a lot of stuff, a lot of that just kind of falls apart. In season but I guess six. what would, I wonder what their, because like, their purpose is like they're Jacob's bodyguards, they said. Right. So like they were going to show up and I guess if they'd gotten there. Ten minutes earlier, they would have stopped Ben from killing him. But right, but then what? Because Jacob was still in the process of picking the next Jacob. Right. So then, yeah, I don't know what his plan was for these people. Right. Yeah. I, I, he he doesn't seem like he had a lot. Like he had his his candidates, which are the the losses that we see on yeah. the island. Then he has these bodyguards, which have nothing to do with this candidate process, but they're still servants of of Jacob and all this stuff. Yeah. And then. That's it. He has like his bodyguards and then his candidates and then his bodyguards don't do much and his candidates don't do much because the majority of the time they're all kept in the dark anyway. Yeah, they don't even know the candidates until a few hours before one of them becomes the new Jacob. <laughs> right. The thing about them not really putting up much of a fight against a smoke monster mm-hmm. is like, David, are, yeah. are you are you uh, pretty good at any particular uh, sport? Not really. But uh, we'll AJ? say... Me? No, not really. Oh, okay, the, someone lie to me and yeah. tell me a sport that they're okay at. Uh, I'm pretty good at rugby. Pretty good at rugby, okay. Yeah. So, now, let's uh, let's have, like, you and, mm. like, a couple of other people that are at your level, which is right. to say pretty good. Yeah. And put them up against all blacks. <laughs> the the rugby team all blacks. Yeah, the rugby team all blacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, what is it, New Zealand all blacks? Right, the New Zealand all blacks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Fun fact, not a black person on that. <laughs> nope. Nope. Zero. No, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's people that have experience and mm. are built for this. Right. Like, uh, for example, Smoke Monster. He, he has, like, uh, what, thousands of years of experience murdering people? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's literally built for murder. Yeah. Sure. Murder and deception. <laughs> and, uh, and judging. Uh, He's pretty good at judging. Poor apparently. Bram. <laughs> yeah. Poor Bram is, uh, uh, he's David. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a big guy. He's got a gun, but mm-hmm. yeah. guns are useless against the smoke monster. I don't know why Jacob told them to bring guns. Right, right. Like, maybe, okay. I, I always this... assumed that uh, all of the guns were there for the other people. Uh-huh. Right, right. Because Bram knew to bring ashes to make a circle. Yeah, and <laughs> that worked for a good two minutes. <laughs> and then he was brutally murdered uh-huh. with like a, like what, like a stick to the chest or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it was like a rafter went through his... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just like David them. would know, like where to stand to start a rugby game. Right, like, he, he knows how to get set up for this. Yeah. It, did it have to be the smallest ash circle? I mean, I know time is of the essence, but <laughs> he drew it immediately around his body in a stand-up position. Yeah. Like, he, like you don't want to move it. You want to. You don't want to expand this circle a little bit could, more, could you buddy. Just take the bag and just dump it over your head. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can just start punching the smoke monster and he can't do anything. Yeah, that, that's what I do in uh, Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> when I'm going to fight the undead. Like instead yeah. of throwing vials of holy water right. at them, I'll just like have my character pop the vials and pour the holy water all over himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, you can't touch me, motherfucker. 
That's that's an that's an amazing strategy. I like that. Like you just like poke zombies and then they catch on fire. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can just pretty much like holy punch. Like hole. as long as you're wet. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's what <laughs> he said. <laughs> holy punch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait. So what were we talking about just then? Yeah, the smoke monster. Smoke monster. Jacob's bodyguards. Jacob didn't do a good job of preparing them. them. Yeah. Jacob kind of make makes mention to that maybe in what. Ab Eternal, where he's talking to Richard, he's like, "Why do I have to talk to these people?" But yeah, hey man, mm. you want to lead an island and you want to like protect an island, but you want to do it in the most secretive of ways or the most <laughs> weirdest of ways. Yeah. But then, yeah, I guess we wouldn't have a show. So I guess not. But also know. mysteries. Uh, who's Christian? Ooh, is Christian someone that I've met? Christian you've Shepherd. Met, you've met a Christian Shepherd. Yes. What I is? I think that's the only Christian that I've met. He was an old man. Yeah. yeah because uh, uh, there was a Christian that told Son and Lapidus to uh, wait in that particular house for John Locke to mm. come by. And he'll be able to help them get yeah. to uh, Jim. Right. And I think this is more smoke monster-y chess piece setting and all that stuff. Yeah. Right? Every yes. time someone tells Son, oh, do this and we'll help you find Jin. All she has to do for, to find Jin is just wait around until they get back from the future. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're doing their own thing with the bomb and the swan hatch and everything. But That's what gets them back. She doesn't know what they're yeah. doing, though. But everyone else is cl- clearly lying to her because they have no idea where these other people are or how to get them back. Mm-hmm. I wonder. I wonder if that actress might have been pregnant or something. They didn't want to put her where she had to do a lot of <laughs> running and jumping and moving mm-hmm. around. So they're just like, just wait here in this comfortable home. That has uh, working lights and water and all that yeah. problem. <laughs> I'm not too sure, but yeah, yeah. yeah. We were talking about the uh, the hieroglyphs in that in that little chamber area. Mm-hmm. So we see Anubis, and Anubis is supposed to be the Egyptian god of um, like ushering people into death, right? Right. So that's kind of what we know, and we see that marking that looks like the smoke monster up on the thing. So I, I don't know if I had to like guess. It looked almost like this smoke monster was supposed to be Anubis's pet or something. Yeah. But, it was like a like one of those cobra snake charmers from India, where like he's playing the flute and then he rises out of his basket. Right. In this yeah. case, it's just smoke coming out of several perforated <laughs> holes in the ground. Because there's that, and then there's um um shucks. I was gonna speak more about uh, uh like the whole purpose. Oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Nubis is is there. The smoke monster is there, and we think that our first iteration of the smoke monster is the man in black. But mm-hmm. we also see um in that. Across the Sea episode, where where the Man in Black before he gets those Men in Black, Man in Black, Black Smoke powers, or he mm-hmm. becomes a Black Smoke, like that whole village of humans is kind of decimated by someone. We're assuming it's yeah, another, right? So, and it looks like a smoke monster attack, right? Oh so, yeah. So I guess maybe she might have had the powers at that point mm, in time. It might have been one thing, and then it got split. I wonder among the brothers. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of um, uh, that it, that that whole thing is yeah. just a bunch of a barrel of. Monkeys. That would make sense. Otherwise, there was a separate smoke monster floating around their whole lives that they never knew. Right, right. And then I guess you don't. The smoke monster doesn't have control over who becomes the next smoke monster. It's just whoever's body gets thrown down into the place with the water and light. I guess so, because we only see that one character, right? The man in black get yeah. thrown down that thing. We don't see anybody else get thrown that. When we see people go down in there, but not their dead bodies. So. Uh, yeah. yeah, so that's our smoke monster. 
Also, is this the episode that establishes that the smoke monster can look like dead people? I don't know that when it gets established. I don't think he really... He admits it sometime in season six. Oh, right. I think that's like the big reveal, but I think by this point, it's pretty clear to everyone. Right. And they say that he can't switch out of being John Locke For some in reason. season six, but that's never explained either. And I guess we just we kind of just go with it. I don't know. Moving forward in the show, Ben, at some point off island, I guess present day, mm. makes an attempt on Penny's life. Whitmer's yeah. daughter doesn't succeed. Instead, gets uh, beat by Desmond. And yeah, then, he shoots Desmond right, right in his groceries. He yep. shoots him right he in shoot, his milk. He shot him right in the milk, <laughs> <laughs> which stops the bullet enough so that it doesn't actually hit him. Right, right. But it knocks him down and out. Right, <laughs> right. He just. Well, sometimes when you like fall backwards, like all the mm, air is forced out of your body. Yeah. So the thing is, you're not like knocked out, but you're just like sucking wind. Yeah, right? yeah, knock the wind out of him. Right, right. And we kind of see, we this is kind of why I I think the Ben Linus character is a lot of fun is because he's not he's not clear cut evil as we've seen in other characters like Martin Kimi, which kind of makes a brief appearance in this one, Um, and some of the other characters that are just pretty much you know nuts and bolts logic of whatever it is that they're trying to accomplish, including Whitmore, who is okay with killing um, a defenseless woman and her baby, but (laughs) Ben doesn't have that. He's a flawed character, and he lies constantly but he's not willing to murder kids which is kind of an interesting dichotomy of a character i guess but um we see he kind of fails code yeah no women no children yeah 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 (laughs) he's he's uh except he was totally willing to kill a woman yeah (laughs) yeah right right with that weird flock of seagulls hair (laughs) Uh, it's not really flock of seagulls it wasn't like up in a thing but it was 80s enough i guess definitely 80s (laughs) but yeah so like he so this is this is this is the whole Ben Linus situation, and he, I guess he's they're even having this character struggle with this even in the season finale, where even though he makes a lot of terrible decisions, like he still has something that's redeemable about him. Yeah. Even I guess even sacrifices that principal position to go and help uh, Alex in that that flashlight yeah. episode we've already seen, and so. he gives up his parking lot to ours. Is that because he's selfish, selfless, or? Is that because in the regular reality, mm. he did not sacrifice anything for Alex, and that's what got her killed? Ah. Yeah, like, was... is it just his way of atoning? Yeah. That's a good question. It's probably the atonement. I would, I would definitely yeah. back that, that horse saying that it's the atonement thing, because we see it here that uh, it's quoted, probably a flashback that we haven't seen yet, where he says, this that girl means nothing to me. You can go ahead and kill her, and, and she ends up getting killed. No. Mm-hmm. Which was kind of like his last ditch effort of maybe saving her. Like, she's not worth a killing. But I guess he miscalculated with all his Benjamin Wiles. You know, like how he was, I guess he was, he's so used to kind of manipulating a lot of these people to mm-hmm. his ends. Not really to like anything else, but to his own personal ends. And a lot of the time it was just him trying to be the, the ruler of this <laughs> island. Ah, <sighs> oh, Kini. <laughs> uh, did you just say Akimi? Yeah, uh, Kimi. Kimi, that's right. Martin. Such a creep. So I know. I asked uh, throughout season six, like, what Locke was keeping in his backpack? Because as a smoke monster, what's he, why does he need a backpack? <laughs> he never uses it for anything. But in this episode, we see when they're loading up the canoes and Caesar tries to stop them, that Locke is putting his shoes, he's knocking the sand off his shoes and putting them in the backpack. So he's got shoes in his backpack. Oh, I didn't even catch that. No, but then he puts the shoes back on later. Oh, so it's like when, when after the uh, tie up the ship, mm. or 
the boat rather. Right. Then he sits down on the pier to put his uh, oh, shoes yeah, on. That's right. Oh, okay. So that backpack is empty. There is um. There is there is a we. There, it's not a real big deal, but there's a thing that happens where he's putting his shoes on on the on the on the shore or whatever mm. on, on the dock, and uh, he he the camera shows him with one camera putting on. His left sock, left sock, and left shoe, mm. and then like uh, more dialogue happens, and then it's him putting on his left sock, left <laughs> shoe again, and like from scratch, which is kind of weird to see, but it yeah. pops up in this episode. There's probably like a, a bug in his sock or something. So <laughs> take it off and shake it out. He just goes, "Are there any more bugs? No, any more weird pine cones or <laughs> beach rocks? Let's get that. Let's get that all out." In the uh, in the scene with Caesar trying to stop them from getting on the canoe. There's like three other bros there trying to stop him, and then and then uh, Ben shoots Caesar right in the chest, and they all back off. Ben's like, "Hey, does anyone else have a problem with this?" And it pans over to the guys. One of them's wearing a lei. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very strange. What do you guys think that means? I think he was traveling on his birthday or something. <laughs> he had graduated from from college and was on his way back to Australia, Guam. I can't remember where that flight was going. Right. Maybe someone just gave it to him. Uh, it's like, oh, congratulations. You're finally going to get to be an extra. Here, <laughs> here, congratulations. Here, have a lay. And then when he showed up to set with the lay, they're just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it was one of those things. Like he just said, well, I'll have the regular costuming and then oh, this lay. I remember what this was. Then uh, season five, they had that contest to be an extra on Lost. <laughs> and if you win, you get like a, a lunch with the cast. Is and, this real? And yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get a lay. And so they put the lay on him like during the, the lunchtime stuff and like, everything. And then when he went and got his costume, they just left the lay on him and forgot about <laughs> it. <laughs> and then like and even the director and everything forgot about it. Just yeah. like, well, this is it. Because on the back of the shirt, it says, the shirt he's wearing, it says like, uh, season five, lost extra winner. <laughs> And that's in the episode, if yeah. you like care to look closely at that guy. He's is... in the background of another shot, like digging a hole or something. So. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that that was that was a lot. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I think we might see more lace in... I think it might be in a Jira flight thing. Mm, Maybe. That sounds familiar. Right. But I, I, that, that could totally be off. Yeah, that could just be any... TV show or movie where people are flying to or from Hawaii. I think that guy after he crashed, he just he kind of strapped up like Rambo style, <laughs> where you do those super close and super close close up shots where he's like tying a bandana or strapping up his navy. Yeah. yeah, instead of that, it was just him his throwing up on a, montage. Yeah, instead of instead of that, his suiting up montage was just him putting on a shirt and a lay. <laughs> And then going out to deal with some folks. I like to imagine that he has like a bunch of different lays. So he has like a lay bandolier. (laughs) And he has like the lay bandana like you mentioned. He has like a pair of lay gloves. (laughs) He's just just tossing out the lays from his lay bandolier to people. Whenever um, they need one. Yeah. It's like his uh, bat utility belt. That's a (laughs) utility lay. Or I think maybe that character, he like, he went on a vacation one time to Hawaii and like, Sat in one of one of those like lay making classes, <laughs> right? And then when they crash on a tropical island, he's like, "Oh, I know how people on tropical islands live. This is the one thing I know about them." <laughs> he just goes, "I got this," nah. and throws on that lay. <laughs> oh, uh, I wrote down punchable face. There's another one. There's a punchable face of little child Benjamin Linus. <laughs> he's got <laughs> a punchable the... face. He kind of does. I wonder whatever happened to that child actor. Ooh. But like he's he's. 
Yeah, he's totally, he's, uh, when we find him in the beginning of the, the show, he's kind of recovering from that gunshot wound. Apparently they got. I like I like to imagine that if there was a live action version of The Simpsons, <laughs> that uh, Millhouse would, would look like that. young Ben Linus. Yeah, yeah. Now that you mention it, yeah. Yeah. It, it does look very, very similar. Sterling Bowman. <laughs> There's a uh, that scene towards the end where Lapidus is kind of, you know, whacked in the face by Lana's gun. There's someone that comes to get Lapidus off of the beach, but for some reason it made me laugh. It's another person, but it's a guy who has the highest voice, and he's just like Captain Lapidus, Captain <laughs> Lapidus. But it's super high, and for some reason that that Captain Lapidus it, it seemed so odd because he goes like they're looking for you. You have to go and find them. But then it's just, and it was like a dude who I wouldn't have suspected that voice coming out of, but it was a super <laughs> high voice. I don't know. It just it, it just kind of struck me. While like, David, uh, are you gonna try and do your Mickey Mouse impersonation? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Captain Lapidus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that was great. That was really great. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I ran out of notes a while ago. I've been <laughs> just trying not to fall asleep. Well, that's perfect because I'm. I think I'm also out of notes. Yeah, I think that's pretty much all I got. All right. Well, uh, this is a lot shorter than normal. Is there other stuff that we should be talking about? Um, do we have any like reader mail or anything? Not. As of yet, I had to log into my computer to look it up, but there wasn't any as of three days ago. No, well, I can't imagine that we did anything in the last three (laughs) days to get the reader mail up. You guys should totally write in. Yeah. Send us mail. Please hit us up. So we don't have these weird, awkward last 15 minutes of the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, and we can, uh, like, you can ask us questions about Lost or ask us questions about life. Yeah, well. And we'll try and uh, relate it to Lost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We could definitely do that for sure. If you think you got some kind of question, there's no way we could make related to Lost. Try, try it. it. Please, please give us a shot. Like, if there are issues going on in your life, questions about what you should do with the rest of your life. Like do, really you have, do you have stuff. a Lost-type problem, either yeah. of you guys? Ooh. Well, I did kidnap a French woman's baby once. It, I wasn't going to How did it that. work out for you? Well, I'm successfully raising her. She was murdered by a mercenary, I think. <laughs> It's been a while. I kind of forgot. Mm. Her name was Alex as well. Love you, baby girl. <laughs> Daddy's always listening. Uh, my problem is, how do I get my dead mercenary mercenary killed uh, baby girl back? Oh, you have to get judged. Oh, oh, is that it? Yeah. Okay. I have a hole in the ground we can go crawl down into, and I'll leave you down there alone. Before we go down there, I'm going to flush David's toilet and yell that we're going to go outside. Okay. All right. Well, this is going to give me some definite closure, so I'm I'm all, I'm all ready for it. Does anybody else have any loss-related problems? I feel like most lost problems I can think of are all like communication issues. problems. Yeah, communication problems, problems with your parents, murder. <laughs> so any of those folks, if you have any kind of issues with communication, murder, anything to do with your parents, your mom or your dad, time please. travel, time travel, uh, hydrogen bombs. Strange sideways dimensions that are agreed constructs that you've made with your friends. Please give us a call. I feel like if they're having time travel problems, they could always just go into the future and figure out what the solution is. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's there's the kinds of time travel that you control and the kinds that you don't. So if you're stuck in some sort of time loop or something and need help, we can we can help you. With and that. every day you wake up and the radio's playing Sunny and shit. <laughs> yeah. So if you've heard this episode a million times, or if you've heard it more than a few times, then so. you know what we're about to say. 
We're Tweet about at us. <laughs> Hit us up at Wet Bro Pod, please. Only if only if we say something good. If not, then make up something good that we're about to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chad, uh, what do you think is going to happen next week? Uh, next week is going to be the uh, the Ajira plane crash, mm. and that is going to also have Lapidus leave. Oh yeah, Lapidus in a boat. Yeah, or maybe it's going to be an episode that happens one hundred percent in nineteen seventy seven. Hell yeah, and I'm so. totally wrong. Yeah, there's no way of knowing now. Right? Do you think uh, Ben gets shot next week? Mm. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's two episodes. Gotcha. Yeah, because I mean, we are... There is one, two, three... Because we're, we're on 12 now, right? Five, six. Yeah, so I mean, there's been... This is the sixth episode so far in the season, going backwards. Six out of 18. So we're a third of the way through the season. Like, And how many days do you think have passed so far since we... Since they crash... To when Jacob is murdered, like how many days do you think goes by? It's like crash. It looks like it doesn't look like a lot because I'm we're still seeing a lot of daytime scenes in, yeah. these, in these recent episodes. I can't remember too many specific nighttime scenes. That... So I guess my question is going to be ultimately like, how many days do you think season five covers? Yeah, from the premiere to the season finale, how many days of time have passed in the show? And that's even a that's a that's a that's a hard question to ask too because we're floating we're bouncing around between time periods. Yeah, that's right? gonna make a hard account. Yeah, so like if they're doing a daytime nighttime thing in present day, how does that account for nineteen seventy seven? Right, right, are they one to one? Because that'd be weird. Yeah, yeah, that should be a one to one. Yeah. All right. So yeah, um, figure that out and and send us a tweet about it, or we'll figure it out on our own. Please. So thanks for listening to the show. Time for plugs. Chad, if we wanted to come and find you, how can we come and find you, buddy? Uh, you can look me up on the website, negative1.net. Uh, that is negative1, all spelled out, dot .net. Uh, that is the website that I use to promote all my upcoming shows. Uh, it has links to my Twitter, my Facebook, my YouTube, my other thing that I don't remember what I put on there. <laughs> Great. And if you want to come find me, come find me on Twitter at aniavis003. Yeah. And uh, you can find me at DKJ Comedy on Twitter. Also, uh, starting soon is a podcast that I'm doing with our great, great friend, uh, John Yabez, former guest on the show, uh, called Dirty Work Minute. We're going through that film, Dirty Work, from 1998 with Norm MacDonald, one minute at a time. And uh, that'll be dropping soon, so stay stay tuned for that. But if you want to follow this show on Twitter, like we said, at WebroPod. Also, on, we are on Facebook at WebroPod, and you can send us an email, and it will be the highlight of my week if anyone sends me an email yeah. at what's up with that bro podcast at gmail.com. Perfect. Also, too, if you're sending emails or if you're hitting us up on Twitter, tell us your favorite wig choices, Ooh, wig yeah. designs, anything that'll make you uh, fashionable for the time period in which you're trying to display. <laughs> let us know about it. If you're trying to dress up for the 80s, 70s, 60s even 90s we got it yeah we remember what the 90s were like yeah but all right that's that's another episode in the can do you know what to do get lost